Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and today I'm joined by Jamie. Hello again. And for everybody who has been with us since the beginning, you'll know that we originally started this podcast because we liked Grace and Frankie and just wanted to talk about it. Very <laughs> and, true. And we did so for many episodes, <laughs> episodes of the podcast and episodes of the show. So today we are discussing the newest season of Grace and Frankie, season six. Which apparently is not the last season, as I was Which led to believe. It's <laughs> not the last season. When they renewed for season six, they said that it was going to be the last season. But then once they finished it, they were like, oh, wait, we need another one. <laughs> so there yeah. will actually be a whole nother season seven coming out sometime in the future. True. <laughs> but yeah, season six of Grace and Frankie, if you guys haven't watched it, it's 13 episodes long and will take you about seven hours. So get at it. <laughs> <laughs> and then come back and listen. And then come back and listen to us because we're going to give you all the spoilers otherwise. There you go. So <laughs> what, is your, what are your first impressions of the entire season? Oh, I loved this season. <laughs> it was just... So great. I love watching the development of their the characters and their relationship. Yeah. And and I gotta say, I was starting to think that Nick was getting in the way. So I was glad the way the season <laughs> ended because I kind of got him out of the picture. And I was like, yes, just Grace yeah. and Frankie again. Well, yeah. And I never was Nick's biggest fan to begin with. So. Right. Well, that's the thing. The entire chemistry and like greatness of the show are in, are basically the Grace and Frankie dynamic right so whenever that gets screwed up whether it's due to like them fighting or nick um, (laughs) or or jacob during a moment like it's all you know it it really is frustrating they eventually have to get rid of like whatever is keeping them apart and just move back into the damn beach house together (laughs) they do that's how all the seasons end they do i will say that like one continuous thing throughout probably all of the seasons, but because this is the most recent one that I watched throughout this season that really frustrates me is like just the aspect of communication. Oh, like, can yeah. we just communicate openly? I because know. like oh 100% of the issues would have been resolved like <laughs> moments know. later. And like so much of the time, I'm like, what is your thought process behind not just telling Frankie that we can't accept a deal from Mark Cuban to begin with? Go in knowing that, you know, like, why does she need to not know that? I know. <laughs> Instead, she's like, I'm just going to sabotage this entire thing. I and know. Ugh, so but, that and then like just the issues between like uh robert and saul like the whole financial oh, no. situation which okay i have a huge problem with this storyline okay <laughs> because robert and saul retired after like 50 years as divorce lawyers and we're supposed to believe that twenty thousand dollars is going to make and break them like they should have retired as millionaires like they really, why is yeah. their like total savings just twenty thousand dollars no they should have because they keep talking about how like everything that they did to jack alone got them the beach house and right? the patio which apparently is an amazing patio and that's one client and i'm like $20,000 is a lot of money to you and me, but like to them, it should have been like pocket change. You know, they should have literally retired as millionaires. They should have. So, what the hell have they done with all their money? Right. <laughs> and it, I guess squandered. I guess they do have that new house. Maybe that took a lot of money. And But they sold the old one. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, they that's just have to bring how houses work. They have to share that with Grace and Frankie. You know? They have to share it with Grace and Frankie, and I'm sure they have to give them alimony or whatever. You know, yeah. after retirement. But even still, between the two of them, they should be millionaires. They're married. Their you know assets are combined. There's no reason that $20,000, which is like the whole premise of the storyline, is that Saul donates $20,000 to the theater without telling Robert. And apparently it's all the money they had saved. <laughs> I'm like, how is that possible? I know. <laughs> and then it's really frustrating because it's like, I understand that Robert is in love with the theater and he wants it to be continued, especially because the, that specific theater is you know, basically like the place where older gay men gather and are allowed to express themselves <laughs> as he like made right. clear. And, but it's the whole like, yeah, why aren't we communicating? And also you're doing this knowing that like for the past eight seasons, even though there are only six, you've been talking about taking a honeymoon <laughs> with Saul. Right. And every time something happens that prevents you from doing this. Yes. And then you're going to go ahead and blow all this money on a community theater. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. And then only get your name on a concession stand as Rob, no, or Rob. whatever. You have to pay by the letter, don't you know? <laughs> yeah, he gave you $20,000. You can at least make him a freaking plaque that has his full name on it. At the concession stand. My gosh, yeah. <laughs> that entire thing is so frustrating. The whole storyline is just strange because it's, I just found it unbelievable that 20000 Like, Robert should have just been able to donate $20,000 to a theater. They should literally have that much money. <laughs> yeah, they should. Well, and then it's the fact that, like, to cover his tracks, he sells their burial plots. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. The, what, the length <sighs> he goes to to try and, like, cover that up are insane. <laughs> I'm like, geez, this is crazy. Like, that is even worse than not telling Saul about the <laughs> 20,000 you've given away to the theater like that I love is I love much. is it Jeff the the guy who's in charge of the theater is that one Jeff Peter or Peter okay yeah so I love Peter's reasoning of like you should just sell the burial plots because either you'll die first and <laughs> yeah. you won't be there for Saul to be mad at you or he'll die first and he'll never know I mean like, it's well, not untrue. that is good reasoning yeah <laughs> It's not untrue. And I feel like also in today's day and age, it's kind of like silly to like buy more land for burial. Like we should all be cremated like or do something like be planted as a tree. Yes, because, you know, little side rant, there are so many things you can do with your loved one's ashes if you get them cremated. You can have them set someplace where they'll mix them with dirt and a seed and it'll grow into a tree. You can send them to other places that'll compress them down into like diamonds and you can have them in put into jewelry like there's no reason we need to be burying people in the ground anymore just taking up massive amounts of space yeah for real end of rant end of rant <laughs> but we'll anyway. keep it short today, kids. <laughs> <laughs> but still yeah that whole thing is just frustrating and then Saul of course has his end of <laughs> towards the end of life crisis where he like <laughs> you know revenge buys a motorbike <laughs> which breaks his leg I don't think it was like a crisis so much as he was just pissed that he's like, I'm going <laughs> to teach Robert a lesson. I'm going to go and buy a motorcycle, oh <laughs> which gosh. also is not a healthy attitude to have in a relationship. I know. <clears throat> well, and then like, luckily when he fa- it falls on him, he sort of like seems to understand <laughs> that and regret it. But Oh my God. He has so many terrible health things happen to him this I season. Know. Because first we find out that he has prostate cancer and that's an issue for like an episode and a half. And then it's like, okay, he's all healed. We don't need to so... talk about that anymore. And I'm like, wait, how did that not last the whole season? That was so 
and me like miraculously quickly i know it was like crazy. my my father had prostate cancer a lot younger than saul did and he had to have his prostate removed and it was like a two-month recovery period that he was out of work and then he had to have like chemo and radiation for a year afterwards and you know That's... he was back in work but still having you know right. medical side effects from those things and like he literally had prostate cancer for like two weeks yeah and so <laughs> then he's just kicking around and he was like, just yeah. miraculously better <laughs> I mean, I, I speaking of like the cancer episodes, though, I kind of did like how they treated that in turn. Well, first of all, I was like surprised, but not really at how the doctor reacted to that being like, Meh, yeah. you know, you're like 80 or whatever, 70 something you I would just not have surgery, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a crazy thing to think, because like, technically, you don't know. I can understand, like, why the doctor would say that. Like, you know, you could have, like, five years left. Why bother, like, going through the potential side effects of, like, impotence and, like, all this stuff. And I think, well, it is is actually kind of common for doctors to recommend that, though, to older men to, like to not pursue treatment because the site like the risks of having surgery at that point when you're that True. old are higher than the risks of dying from just the prostate cancer because it grows so slow my dad was 45 when he was diagnosed so it was like yeah you better have the surgery right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> and he, you know he was young enough that surgery wasn't like an issue either but yeah yeah i think i interrupted your rant there but no, no, that, <laughs> that is it. like a true thing that they do say to oh yeah men. <laughs> and i can understand it but at the same time it's kind of like oof that's kind of frustrating because you're yeah. kind of you yeah. could live to be 100 you exactly know, like you don't really he could have 25 more year who knows right uh, i mean with his health issues apparently not but who knows yeah. But, <laughs> well, I mean, and I feel like Saul is probably healthy enough where the surgery, well, clearly he was healthy enough that the yeah. surgery wasn't an issue because they didn't even devote an episode to the surgery. It was no. just like one episode, he's going to have it. And the next episode, it's a couple weeks afterwards and he's just healing. Right. <laughs> like, Lying on the couch. What? We've had so many, like, m- multiple episodes with, like, Robert in the hospital and with, you know, other characters in the hospital and that Saul just doesn't get any of that. Right. I mean, it was interesting, though, that, you know, they show Robert in his terrible diet of eating bacon, like, all the time. And he, <laughs> they fully expect... So it's, it was an interesting sort of twist that they're like, actually, Robert's healthy as a horse, but, you know, who's not great? <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, I... I totally did you predict that, that? Oh. yeah I was like as soon as they like Saul was like oh I'll come too or whatever yeah and like they get their blood work done at the same time I was like mm, Saul's gonna have issues and I bet it's prostate cancer uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I double called that yeah oh my I gosh. do want to mention that Saul's doctor is Monica and Ross Geller's father so oh really like a very older version yeah. of Monica and Ross Geller's oh father. that's funny I didn't even notice. I'm not as much a Friends fan as you are, though. But. Yeah, I know. Nobody is except for Tracy, and she lives too far away. <laughs> Shout outs to Tracy. Shout out, Tracy, if you was which I don't think you do. Yeah. But maybe you do. I did. The other thing, like, to end the discussion of his very, very brief cancer, I did like the fact that, like, he basically talks about how he doesn't want to talk about it and he doesn't want people to like treat him differently and feel bad for him or like bring it up because not to be too personal but as someone who has had a type of cancer myself (laughs) I was in that position to be like okay let's just not dwell on this like this is not something we need to talk about all the time like it's a thing but like don't worry about it 
But um, like, you're also not the kind of person who wants to have a really in-depth conversation with most people about your health. But true. Saul is. <laughs> right, and like, true. clearly he wasn't handling it in a healthy way because he was just like playing games in a restaurant and going to support groups for it. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> but I do understand that mindset. <laughs> yeah. So it was interesting to see. But yeah, that's pretty much like their, well, up until their house gets flooded, that's pretty much their storyline. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So that's the way this whole season ends is that. So the main storyline has to do with a toilet, which we'll get to next yeah. or soon. soon. <laughs> and so, like, it's a, it's a lift you up toilet. And they give a pro- that Frankie and Grace have have created, and they give a prototype to Robert and Saul, and they love it. But the toilet just explodes in the last episode and floods their whole house. Which... So it ends with all four of them having to move into the beach house together, which is going to be <laughs> hilarious. Oh, I'm so looking forward to the last season with all four of them under the. It's going to be so good, and I w- I also really love that at the end it ends on the beach again like they're really consistent in that and i really really love that yeah i'm sure the very last episode of the whole season will be like all four of them standing in the ocean or something (laughs) (laughs) just like walking out to sea never to To die (laughs) um okay so this toilet okay i have issues also i'm (laughs) yeah Go ahead. Are you talking about like how it explodes? Yes. Okay. Because I am the daughter of a plumber. Oh, yes. And I know a fair amount about toilets. They don't just blow up. That's <laughs> <laughs> just like not a thing that can happen. Well, that's so, like. It's... I don't know what Frankie and Grace did wrong when they were making it. But... Well, also like they designed it, <laughs> but they didn't build it. You know what I mean? And so it's really frustrating and confusing as well because. The mechanism part that they designed has nothing to do with the plumbing at all. Right. It's just so like, to lift the toilet seat. Right. So, like, why is it not just a toilet seat that you could, like, replace on right. any toilet that you have in your house? It's like a full, like, <laughs> modern-looking toilet. I know. Which shouldn't affect the plumbing still. Again, shouldn't affect the plumbing. Nothing so gonna, would have changed there. So I'm kind of curious to see if they're going to address, like how exactly it blew up i don't know the only thing i think they're just gonna let us assume is that frankie makes that statement earlier on about how they're gonna use hydraulics to lift it up which would be water which i suppose in theory might end up getting hooked up to the plumbing system somehow and that goes beyond my expertise on toilets (laughs) (laughs) we didn't mention (laughs) whether or not a hydraulic lift would make it explode i don't know yeah so if you're listening and you have an if you're and you're an engineer and have an idea of how it would blow up feel free to let us (laughs) know on twitter at nno podcast (laughs) or send us an email at navigating netflix originals at gmail.com if you could explain to us how a toilet would explode and (laughs) literally flood a whole house so severely that robert and paul have to move out of it for months (laughs) not just like let's clean this up with a towel like months months worth of damage Uh, I think is, this was just like they just really wanted to get the four of them into the beach house together, so they're yeah. like, "Let's blow up a toilet." Although they did, yeah, they did a good job of referencing it like earlier on in like a couple episodes previous because it was like making noises and yeah. stuff, and they're like, "It doesn't even lift me up anymore." Yeah. So yeah. I guess yeah, it probably is the hydraulics that blow. But um, which I, I wonder if um, 
if they're going to have Grace and Frankie continue with this toilet business in the next season or if they'll like kind of cut their losses on that and go on to something else with the hundreds of thousands of dollars they dug out of Nick's couch. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was a good way. Like, yeah. Why don't you sit on that couch you hate and see if it'll, if you'll rise up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that immediately Frankie's just like, there's muddy in the couch. It just I'm glad to get yeah. with like a knife. <laughs> that was my immediate th- thought too. When he said that, I was like, oh my gosh, they've got to get into the couch. But Grace is like, no, I'm just going to sit here. I'm just going to sit on this uncomfortable, lumpy couch that's full of cash. <laughs> Which does explain why he didn't get rid of it when she said she can't get off it. But That's true. I mean, he could have moved his money to a different couch. <laughs> it's true. That was too much, too much effort, though. <laughs> Although I feel like it wouldn't really matter what couch you had. If your cushion was just full of cash, it's never going to yeah. be comfortable. <laughs> I, did, I did like that. Since we've met Nick, he's been talking about all of these illegal things he's been doing, like, you know, money, know. essentially like money laundering and tax evasion. Tax fraud, yeah. And then they, the it works. finally comes to get him at the end. That I mean, was kind of why I loved that conclusion yeah, for him. Was, yeah. I, mean, like, I was never his biggest fan right from the, his first debut on the show. I thought yeah. he was an ass. And then I, he grew on me a little bit. Same. And then this season with the whole, like mark cuban thing uh, the pissing like, put contest. me back again yeah. oh, no and he's just like oh he has more money than me so <sighs> i don't like him oh my god and i love that grace basically just stormed out too i mean I she had to go save frankie but she was like <laughs> well she was, she was like, ready was, to storm out <laughs> yeah and i'm i'm glad that that whole thing too made frank because like yeah i we have this moment where grace is like losing herself again kind of like she did with yeah. robert but i'm glad that like with the help of Frankie and also that moment, she comes to realize like, oh, I, I'm turning into who I was, like the submissive housewife with Robert and I don't want to be that person. I kind of regret getting married. Yeah. So here she doesn't have to actually divorce Nick because he right. just gets sent away. He just away goes to jail. I love when, for, when he's like, oh, this is all a misunderstanding and the FBI agent kind of just looks over Nick's head and shakes shakes her head at Grace like, no, <laughs> this is not a misunderstanding. He's going to jail. And I know how he just like knows the cop too. He's like, Karen, can we, I know. Can we not do this? <laughs> Handcuffs, really, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Grace makes, I mean, Frankie makes a good point at the end where she's like, he's a billionaire. He'll be out in like two and a half years or something. <laughs> Or he probably won't even go to jail. He'll just pay huge fines or yeah. you know, something like that. I don't I don't feel like they're going to take him out of the show. I think he'll be in the next season. Yeah. And Grace will just sort of like learn to like be herself and be. I don't think she's going to get divorced. Do you? I don't know. I kind of think that. I don't know. Because I really think she does love him. Me and too. that he does love her. But they don't really seem great for each other. <laughs> well, it's also like just not uh, another lack of communication. Like he wouldn't explain well, why, yeah. <laughs> and she wouldn't explain that the entire toilet thing was because she got stuck on the on the crapper. So like, yeah, it's yeah, all misunderstanding. And I'm like, literally, <laughs> literally every problem in this show, in all six seasons of it, is due to lack of communication. On it is. Uh, <laughs> Every single issue. And it's, all, it's especially frustrating when, like, Grace and Nick, at I think it was, like, episode one, they were like, okay, we're going to tell the truth about each other. You know, right. we're going to tell all, always about tell the truth. Other. I'm sorry, but that too. But, like, we're always <laughs> going to tell the truth, and then it just doesn't happen. 
Yeah, they're like, that lasts for like one conversation. Right. And then she gets stuck on the toilet the next day and like momentarily contemplates calling Nick, but then sees like her reflection, I guess. Yeah. So it'll turn him off to have this picture of himself or of her stuck on the toilet. Yeah. So she calls Frankie. Oh my gosh. Aw. Uh, but, I do love know. like the self-growth that Frankie has to go through at the beginning of the season yeah. because Grace moves out and in with Nick and she has to live on her own for the first time. Like since her divorce from Saul, yeah. she has to live on her own for a prolonged period of time, yeah. not just like a couple of days. So that was kind of nice to see her grow and get a closer relationship with JM. And Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, I like Joan Margaret's sort of arc. Minus the fact that, like, <laughs> oh well, God. and maybe, like, I, they might explore her, like, falling in love with that thief in the next season. Because, I would like, love they it really, so like, seemed to click. And to the, to the point where he was like, I can't, you know, marry you just because, you know, for fraud. For, for fraud reasons, <laughs> right. Well, now, you know, she'll get her visa through it, Work, whatever which they're hello. calling. They're vibrant or something. Yeah. And <laughs> which, okay, she... We are to believe that she was pretty much Robert and Saul's assistant for most of their career. So around 40 years, 30 yeah. to 40 years, Joe Marker was working for them. Why did she never just get citizenship? Why was she just here on a 30-year-long working visa? <laughs> yeah, that, is a, that is kind of absurd. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if that's like a possibility. <laughs> yeah. Can you be on a working visa just indefinitely? I think I eventually guess. you have to like shit or get off the pot. <laughs> I guess in theory you could just like renew if she i feel like you would have to i feel like you would have to maintain though like the necessary citizenship in the uk which i think involves a period of living there during the year i don't think she was doing that because most i think i mean i only like know really about france but i think you have to live in order to like maintain citizenship there you need to be there six months of the year so really yeah so it's kind of like hmm I don't know. It's... Like, Joe Margaret definitely wasn't living even for one month of the no. year in the UK, you know, so. Yeah. Also, like. So it's all kind of just a weird gray area. Maybe she's not a citizen anywhere. She's just a nomad. You're <laughs> <Maybe>. on <laughs> a working visa. Well, and it's weird, too, because, like, yeah, she has been through this process a lot. And granted, her mind is sort of, like, blown. But you would think that she would remember or think about a work visa. Grace right. does probably immediately. The one she was like Robert and Saul's assistant. She's probably the one who had to file her own paperwork right, for yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. I do love that Frankie is like willing to marry her though. I know. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'll just marry you. And Grace, Grace is just like, hello, work <laughs> you visa. Can, we'll just get her a new work visa. It's fine. Nobody needs to marry her. <laughs> yeah. Frankie, oh, like going back I, to Frankie though, my God, with the whole like, <laughs> J squared thing that she got going on. I know. Jack and oh, Jake. Ugh. Okay, I was so excited when they brought Jacob back and he was there for about as long as Saul's prostate cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, episode and a half later, there's no longer Jacob. And I was like, oh, I thought they were going to bring him well, back. Well, only her. because Frankie was like two timing both of them. Well, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, one at a timing them. <laughs> what? No, she's one at a timing, but at the same day, <laughs> at the same house at the same time. Yeah. Separate rooms. <laughs> <laughs> of course that wasn't going to work because Frankie can't remember oh. shit. So like... <laughs> no, and like that would not work no matter how devious you were to have two people at no. your house at the same time in different rooms trying to date both of no, them. No, 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 no. 
Uh, yeah, that was kind of bizarre. Yeah. Which I think just shows that she doesn't really want to be in a relationship, you know, that she was kind of happy on her own. Well, and Jacob says that I think he's like, you love us both, but neither of us enough to actually be to choose one over the other. Right. So it's not clearly something that's very serious for her. Right. We all know her real relationship is with Grace. So like, yeah, come on. I just, uh, I wish they wouldn't have brought him back at all. I was just like, yeah. uh, I wanted, I wanted him to, to stay then. <laughs> well, we we know that like it wouldn't have worked because like he already like chose Santa Fe over her before because he has family there. Right, and she's but he, clearly not going there. So like, but he dropped everything when he thought he read that she was dying because yeah. of the misleading post that Saul put on Facebook. Yeah. He like dropped everything and drove 13 hours to see her. So clearly he still got some feels for her. Right. But I don't know. <laughs> Knowing that she's like healthy, would he have ultimately chosen to stay? I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe he would have just wanted her to come back with him again. Yeah. And clearly Jack was like fun because they had a lot more in common, I think, because he was a deadhead and like they yeah. could do all these things. But like, oh my gosh, that man is pretty unstable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's putting it lightly. <laughs> Granted, of course, they had it to have it that Saul and Robert were his divorce, not his, but like his wife's divorce, divorce lawyers that I like know, that, that was... bled him dry <laughs> and put him in a mental institution for a moment. But yeah. That was a pretty fun twist. <laughs> that was. <laughs> uh, and of course, like, you know, they're there at at his house when yeah. they're realizing this and when they're realizing this. So. Yeah. Robert oh, Hansen? <laughs> uh, Hansen? <laughs> Birdsey? <laughs> I'm getting hives. Oh, Lord. Uh, speaking but yeah. of getting high. <laughs> yeah. Frankie's world famous banana pot pie. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that so much. I love that she just takes it over to Saul as like a gift for having surgery. <laughs> it's yeah. a giant pie full of pot. His favorite, you know? <laughs> oh, that was funny though. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So <sighs> let's talk about Brie and Barry. Okay. Because um <laughs> Arguably the most complicated relationship in existence today. Yes. But I really did. It's so frustrating, actually, because they have their very, very cute moments and I want them to be able to work. And now they're engaged indefinitely. (laughs) Indefinitely. Um, Because Brianna proposed and like actually (laughs) compromised for the first time in her existence. Right. Hardly. Sort of. But oh my God, I I just f- don't think it's something that's ever actually going to work. Well, see, I, I, I don't know that it would actually work in real life. Yeah. But <laughs> in the show, it's going I, to, of course. But I think pretty much all of their problems as a couple came down to the fact that Brianna did not want to commit to Barry in any right. way, verbally, legally, you know, at all. And he wanted... Some Something. sort of commitment yeah. to be like, are, is this for real for you? Or are you just going to dump me in a couple of days and go start dating other people? So I think that when she was willing to give him that, even yeah. though she's like, I can't ever actually marry you. That's I, I can't go that far, but we can get engaged and live together forever. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm okay with making that kind of a commitment. I think that will 
help their relationship a lot. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, that's true. It's just like, I don't know. I Maybe she'll change at the end now that she's done this and like, you know, realizes that she actually needs to take Barry's needs into consideration. Yeah. But like, just like, it's so frustrating to see that from season one, minus like what she did with Barry in the proposal, she's had like no character development. Yeah. At all. Because she only thinks of herself. You know, Barry is making like huge decisions in his life. He is deciding to be the sperm donor slash we know that he really wants to be the father. So he's going right. to be really, really involved in that kid's life. Right. And she's just kind of like blowing, you know, like not taking any of that into consideration or like actually considering how he feels about all that. But it, like he says, though, he's known that from the beginning. True. Like she's never been That's in any way, you know, hidden about these facts that she doesn't want to get married. She doesn't want to have kids. She doesn't want to be a maternal figure or a commit in any kind of way. She's told him that all along right up front. So it was never a secret. He just wanted her to change and true. And we be know different. That's, you know? that's not really the way. Like, you can never go into a relationship hoping someone will change because you're right. just dooming yourself to failure, right. basically. Right, because that's never going to happen. Never, <laughs> never. But, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I just feel really bad for Barry because, like, yeah. he's treated like such shit. But also he's continuing. I mean, is it he, is it is he in this relationship because it's, like, a typical abusive relationship that he can't get out of? I don't know. Right. But I don't know. Clearly the <laughs> HR representative wasn't sure if the relationship was consensual either. I like also when she's like, and you will also put in that this is a consensual relationship, or whatever she says. <laughs> yeah. And she just like sort of like doesn't even look at the paper and scribble something under the sh- right. <laughs> under the folder. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> We're definitely roommates, but more than that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, and I feel like the way Brianna reacts when the, when the yeah. HR representative is so like skeptical of whether or not their relationship is like anything real, yeah. like I think she is like at that's the point when she starts feeling like angry at herself for not being willing to make some sort of a commitment to him. So like that's when she's starting to realize that this is not okay, you yeah. know. But it takes him kind of breaking up with her again for a second time right. for her to like actually do anything about it. Right. And it takes her listening to people outside of herself. Yeah. She's finally listening. She's listening to that HR rep, like you said. And she also listens to her like sassy assistant who's like, I pretend <laughs> to be a heartless bitch too. But we both know <laughs> that we're actually really soft inside and don't want to get hurt. And that's why we don't right. open ourselves up. And she's kind of like, you know, that Shit. apparently hit home. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Now I have to propose to him. Yeah. So we'll see what develops with that in season seven. But I do like that also part of that situation is also Mallory, who's like re- starting to refuse to accept Brianna's bullshit as well. Yeah. And actually gets the job where she's going to be her, not her boss, her supervisor, which is the word Brianna hates. <laughs> I love that. So and I much. finally, I love that she's like finally getting something. Yeah. Cause she's just kind of been like the mom the whole time. Right. And like she was going to apply to it or did apply to a different job to like try and prove that she could get something on her own merit. And then she does. She gets the job that they're yeah. going to offer to Brianna kind of thing. And Brianna turns down for Barry. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be some hard feelings there next season. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, so it'll be fun to see how that's played because, you know, Mallory's always had to be the submissive one and right. take all the shit from Bianca. But now she, in theory, will be like on top. But Hopefully I really doubt finds- that'll happen. <laughs> Hopefully she finds somebody who's less insane than Dave to oh date. Oh my, Dan. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, Dan. <laughs> or Dan, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was fine when he was pretending to like everything that Mallory liked. Holy shit. He really goes off the rails. He goes crazy. And Barry, like, you know, it's a a bad person when like even Barry can't stand them. I know. He punches (laughs) the only rib rib (laughs) that's there. Short rib. Well, Barry's also obsessed with that short rib. He is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a crazy, crazy scene. Yeah. I mean, and I liked Dan last season. <laughs> yeah, you know, I too. liked the way they met. You know, I thought that was like a cute way to meet um, yeah. over, over the joints. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he was crazy. I kind of don't, I'm not ruling out still the possibility that they're going to have Mallory and Coyote end up together. I don't know though. Cause like Coyote and Jessica are like super on the same page now. That's true. Because they were both like, what do you want? Move in marriage. And then they like switched. Like, <laughs> let's try that again. And they switched, you know? Yeah, that was cute. It was very cute. And But I, like, I feel like Coyote's in a serious relationship with a girl at the end of every season. <laughs> and then the next season starts and she's not in the show anymore. So That's true. But <laughs> Jessica at least wasn't a drug addict who like was really their only tying feature. So, That's true. <laughs> so maybe they'll actually be together. Um, I bet. Wow. How, (laughs) like, I'm glad that they cleared stuff up with Bud. Like, I can understand the, like, the hesitance, hesitancy, whatever we say, of getting together with someone, because, like, he's essentially getting together with, like, the woman his brother was obsessed with for his entire life. Up until the point he realizes that he actually didn't lose his virginity to her, but instead to the couch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand how I, that could have happened? Yeah, how did was he like? <laughs> like how do you mistake a crack in a couch cushion for a <laughs> vagina? So like, what is he doing? Like just drunk, and she's sitting on the couch watching him fuck it. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I okay. So this is how my graphic mind is picturing okay. it: <laughs> is that they're laying down, he's on top, her legs oh, are apart, and, he's and there's too like low. where the cushion like meet in the couch is like very close proximity oh, to where he was aiming that's even <laughs> worse than... <laughs> went to, probably had some lube on <laughs> maybe it was a leather couch oh my god slipped in between the couch <laughs> and she didn't say anything she's just like okay and just like let him continue like oh yeah that's i guess fine. it was his first time so like they you know it's always classically like two <laughs> seconds long so maybe he just like thought it was her vagina and actually it wasn't i mean he clearly thought it was i yeah. don't think she was confused at any point <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i mean true. she might have been so like what the hell was happening but to not why s- is this guy fucking a couch but to not say hovering over top of me but to not say anything like oh god i wouldn't say anything you wouldn't <laughs> no like oh, what would you say god. in that situation <laughs> you would just be you at the end you would just be like ah, ha, ha, okay thanks <laughs> i would just what? not I just wouldn't see that guy again, I guess. <laughs> well, that's what she did, I guess. <laughs> yeah, she that, broke up with him after exactly that. She did exactly what I would have done. <laughs> they weren't, like, dating, you know? Like, they'd just been friends working on a project. They'd gone out a True, couple yeah. of times. They weren't, like, in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought this guy oh, just Lord. starts fucking the couch. How do you know this isn't just like what he likes? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which just says so much about Bud, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Bud just has a couple of like strange storylines too, because we also have like his uh, wife, Allison, submitting his DNA and like finding a cousin who happens to need a kidney. No, let's back up a little bit. His <laughs> wife stole his DNA and submitted it to a genealogy website that he did not want to submit his DNA yeah. to. That has to be illegal. I think it probably is, yeah. Um, so but you know it makes him feel like a hero at least like he gets that out of it if nothing else i just i don't understand like why allison wanted him to do this so badly like well, i can understand if you wanted to see like if you're predisposed that's what she wanted, illnesses but like that's not just what she wanted clearly <laughs> she got really snoopy into his past <laughs> well yeah well she could only see i think what it was saying is that, like, unless she shared his info, she could only see so much. So then she's right. like, I'm going to share this. And that's when she found out that there was a cousin. And at that time, she's sort of like, oh, God, oh, God. And like, you know, she and Saul closes the computer. Um, and Robert's <laughs> like, that's not going to help. Um, yeah, this isn't going to fix it. They're like, we just won't say anything to him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can understand also like wanting to be aware of like what sort of diseases you may be predisposed to. But she's just Especially like, like what you might be predisposing your child to. Yeah. Like I can get that. But there's they, he wouldn't have needed to have shared his information right. on this website to find that out, you know? Right. And she yeah, Allison continues to be just sort of crazy because like she's also like uh, and he still thinks we met by chance you know as a, so she's orchestrated right. like everything in their life so, but, like what does that even mean though i don't know <laughs> there's i don't i didn't understand what she was implying there like that's... like she's just like very cryptic very creepy <laughs> she it's is very creepy much. and yeah. she just has like so many bizarre things that have happened to her in the past that she'll yeah. say so offhandedly yeah. and you'll be like wait what did she just say right like um what <laughs> uh, but, but, so yeah. she continues to be bizarre she does but they still somehow make an interesting couple well but, bud is also like just as weird as allison but really in different is. ways so they yeah. kind of like balance each other out true true <laughs> Oh, man. But I think that's pretty much like the major story arcs, right? Other than the toilet. Right, the toilet. <laughs> oh, yeah, Which is like Shark Tank. The um, toilet is the main episode, or the main, the main episode, the main storyline for yeah. Grace and Frankie is the new toilet. Because we don't even see any of their vibrant business actually they no. only are talking about the toilet throughout the entire yeah thing. like you kind of get the impression that it's probably still happening in the background that yeah. they still own vibrant and they're still selling vibrators but now they have switched focus and they want to create a toilet for seniors instead that is like it's like the it reminds me of the rise up chair that brianna buys robert after he has his heart attack yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's like it just raises you up because because grace got stuck on the toilet and it's not um, like it honestly is a great idea i don't know it like, is and i'm surprised that it doesn't already exist yeah maybe they couldn't figure out how to do it without causing the toilet to explode maybe not <laughs> I ran into those problems yeah but um so, yeah they do okay so i've never seen shark tank i know it's a real show I've have you it. seen it i have seen it a couple times yeah were the actors on grace and frankie the same like people oh. that are on shark tank i don't 
I want to say yes, but I don't okay. know. I didn't watch it that closely. Oh, okay. But the name, well, the names sound familiar to me, so I'm gonna guess that they probably yes asked them to, to do it. Just do it, yeah. They, I, I just feel like they look like the type of people who would be on Shark Tank. Yeah, they did for sure. <laughs> so it's kind of it. That was like an interesting idea because they would have been successful. They got an offer for the money that they wanted, the two hundred thousand yeah. dollars. And they so they could have taken the offer had it not been for fucking Nick, yeah, <laughs> being in like a pissing contest with Mark Cuban. Well, and it's also kind of like you know they do in the end have the money because of the hidden couch money. And, well, yes, but and I can understand that Grace at the beginning doesn't want. First of all, she doesn't want to explain why she is doing the whole toilet thing to Nick. But let's be honest here. She could have asked for 200000 from Nick easily right. and yes. paid him back like very quickly. So right. it's, it's kind and, of like, like, why would she need to pay him back? It's her husband. Right. Like, he should I, well, just give her money for her business. Well, I think, I think honestly, it's all about pride because she like built, say, Grace from the floor up. You know, she and Frankie figured out Vibrant. I think she, she built. She built Say Grace from the floor up. It's true, but she was married to Robert, and I'm sure he contributed yeah. to like helping yeah. with startup costs. And like, so she's married to somebody else now, and he should have been. Well, he would have been willing to help her, so she should have been willing to ask for that. Yeah, help. he could have easily done it. Like, and it would have. I He's guess a like, billionaire. I guess we wouldn't have had like any of the issues with the toilet and it would have like destroyed part of the <laughs> story true. arc. But it's they gotta make like, it more dramatic, but but every time they were like getting concerned that they didn't have money for like the startup costs and stuff, I was like, you literally have a billionaire husband. <laughs> you like, are married is, to a billionaire. <laughs> this is a non issue. Because yeah. two hundred thousand dollars is like a drop in the hat. Let's be yeah. honest. Although I guess if he had paid for like the startup costs for their company, it's entirely possible that she would have been like looped into all oh, of the tax fraud and everything else that he was involved in. True. So maybe it's, it's for the best. <laughs> I mean, then again, she's still now going to be using his money, which is still like stolen money, essentially. Right. So it, like, who know. knows where I came from? Hopefully that doesn't come back to haunt them. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They're storing it in their freezer. So that's not a safe place for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just go peel a hundred off the top and get a hotel room or whatever she said to them? <laughs> oh, no, no. The renovations are going to take <laughs> several months, roomies. <laughs> it's going to be, a, yeah, season seven is going to be a lot of fun just to see like them because some of the best moments are like <clears throat> when Frankie and Robert are together or, yes. You know, Grace and Saul. Grace and Saul. Like, they just have really good chemistry, and it's fun to they, see. All four of them yeah. do. All four of them were on the Ellen DeGeneres show this week. I don't know if oh, you really? saw any clips from it. Yeah. Uh, so, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin were like hosting the show. Oh. Ellen wasn't there for some reason. And then, so the, and the actors who played Robert and Saul came on as guests. So, all four uh, of them were on the show together. That's and cute. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin were interviewing the two guys. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. So I recommend looking up those clips. I watched them this morning. I'll have to check them out. But yeah, season seven, seven will be good. It will. And they talked on the show too about how there will be one more season. Cool. <clears throat> I think that's pretty much it then. Do you have any quotes that you like? So many. Let's so many read quotes. some off. All right. Let me go back to the beginning. <laughs> Let's see. Frankie says, 
I was married by a cult leader like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, Frankie in, in episode one also says, I don't have time to discuss how I'm built, though I have been described in songs as a brick house. <laughs> and Frankie also says in that episode, my friend Webster defines marriage as a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like uh, Frankie who says, you might want to get your head out of your collar and accept that everything is going to change. Just because she always has those really high colors. Yes. <laughs> um, I like it when Robert said, this is moving on to episode two. I only had a couple per each episode. Um, if you find yourself having to swim on a sailing trip, you're already dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I guess is probably true. Yeah. I wrote this down from Barry just because it is. I've heard it around and it confuses me when he's like, I'm just masturbating myself into a cup. Describing the process. And it's like, I'm sorry, but masturbating is already yourself. You don't masturbate (laughs) yourself. You don't masturbate anyone else. Like, you would only be masturbating yourself in any circumstance. That's like, what? Okay, crazy. (laughs) Also, like, why didn't Brianna just help and, you know, do it for him, give him a handjob? She did the second time, I think. Because remember, she spilled it on elves. And then she had to, she's like, oh, bad news. As an elf. Oh my gosh. <laughs> also, I am so unconvinced that the method that they used for artificial insemination would work. Him like jizzing into a yogurt cup and then using a turkey baster to squirt it up someone but else's have you vagina. Not, have you not heard this trope though? <laughs> Does this really work? I don't know if it works. I assume it in theory it could. But well, it I've... could, but like I feel like the success rate would be very low. <laughs> I mean it's much cheaper, as they said, than art, you know. Um, I guess they could just keep trying it every month until it worked. Right, yeah. Took the first try. Right. But it's, I've heard it around a lot. So that's our surprise. Was it, um, who who didn't, was it Brianna who was like, what is the process? Like she had no idea. I mean, I knew what the process was. I just had never heard of anybody doing it themselves. Like a do-it-yourself squirt jerk. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they call it on the street. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> oh anyway, so Barry knocks that girl up via turkey baster. He does. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it my turn? Yes. <laughs> okay. When Grace says, it was black tie and you look like a cartoon fortune teller. <laughs> <laughs> I will be telling fortunes. Um, I like that uh, when... Uh, who? Oh, great! Uh, no, Frankie announces at the luncheon that Grace and Nick are married. Brianna's like, "Does this mean I'm an heiress now?" And Nick <laughs> says, "Not if you keep acting like that." And she's like, oh, "Felicitation, Papa!" And then just like <laughs> starts acting sweet to him. Um, I like it when Robert says when he thinks he's like dying. The chickens have come home to roost. Might as well fry them. <laughs> yeah. Which is Robert's philosophy about any food. He might as well fry it. <laughs> yeah. I like uh, a Frankie who says to Grace at some point in episode three, I just firemen carried you off a commode. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when Robert says, is he K-pop? <laughs> yeah. Stop saying K-pop. Um, I like how uh, the guy, when Frankie was doing all of her bidding and tried to outbid Jack before she actually met him, um, the guy was like, she's been down there for a while, napping against my legs. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when Frankie says, Coyote is a master of fitting big things into small places. 
And then yeah. everyone just stands silently for like that, 10 seconds. Yeah, he's like, Are And we... then Coyote's like, you heard that, right? Yeah, we all heard that. Yeah. Um, I like when uh, Frankie says to Grace when she comes to the apartment when all those young women are there talking about corpse hair. It's like, Grace, don't move. Some kind of animal has attached itself to the back of your head and it might be the rare ring-tailed lemur. <laughs> like, in that same, like, scene when Grace says, OMG, I love clubbing and I totally know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I like how uh, during the part when Grace, or we find out that Nick is getting... Um, not because of grace, but tired during sex or whatever. Uh, Frankie's like, why? Who's tub thumping on empty? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I miss that one. I like it when Saul says, that's a banana split calling the omelet unhealthy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I also, during that same scene um, that I talked about with Frankie and Grace, Grace is like, suppose that sex with me has gotten boring. And Frankie's like, I wouldn't know. You won't let me see you perform. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it when Grace said, I love spinning your bonkers ideas into gold. (laughs) And then Frankie says, well, fuck you, sister. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Anytime they say fuck you, it's like amazing. It is. (laughs) I like how um, when... I think it was uh, Grace talking about how, like, they don't really know Jack. She's like, what if he doesn't believe in aliens? And Grace, Frankie's just like, oh, shut your mouth. As if that's, like, the worst thing. Right. <laughs> I like it when Frankie says, aren't we all just hiding our toilets, Grace? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when hashtag rise up turns into an, an anti-Semite hashtag. Oh my God, that was so bizarre. Oh my God. I like when Frankie's like, turn off the internet, turn off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it when Frankie says, my world famous banana pot pie. It has real bananas in it and real pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Do I? Oh my gosh. I might be out of quotes. What? <laughs> Well, I'll continue. I have okay. a few more. When Saul says, I feel that Facebook hates me. Yeah. Robert. <laughs> Robert oh, God. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, Robert at one point says also, I don't know how the internet works. <laughs> <laughs> My next quote is also by Robert. <laughs> this is punishment for leaving the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when Brianna says, he assassinated our dinner. <laughs> yeah. He really did, too. Like. <clears throat> When Frankie says, who eats my bacon is none of your business. <laughs> um, Frankie says, I could be there in 10 minutes, give or take a few traffic laws. Yeah. And then I have a quote by Bruno, who is J- uh, Joe Margaret's love interest. Oh. He says, I have a hospital bed, one of my original knees, and a Costco brand tub of off-brand Viagra called hard as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um still have a few more geez um when bud says you realize the polite thing to do is to reject the kidney after it's in you right yeah (laughs) and then when joe margaret's super stoned and she's just like you know people have shells too only ours are on the inside (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, when Robert says, I, I knew they should have stuck to vibrators <laughs> yeah. after the toilet explodes. Yeah. And then when uh, Brianna tells Grace and Frankie that she's engaged and that Barry had called his mother to tell them that they were going to be engaged forever, Grace just says, she must be so confused for both of you. <laughs> yeah. All right, that was all my quotes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, the inter- the last thing I want to say about this season is how in order to avoid the lawsuit for the scent that Grace drunkenly stole, they essentially like end up bargaining her almost for like to go to AA and yeah. to sell the company. <laughs> so they do end up like selling the selling company, the company. To, to Tanith, but like are we going to see Grace having to go to AA? Because that would well, be interesting. I feel like they can't make her go if she doesn't actually work for Say Grace anymore, which she doesn't. So oh, like, how true. could they force her to go? Also, why do we get no reaction from Grace about Brianna just selling the company? Uh, yeah, like, there's no she, zero reaction. Maybe from she Grace doesn't on know that. yet. That's what I'm wondering. Is like they just didn't tell her kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of a, that seems like something Grace would be pissed about. Right, kind of like the time they changed the like you know the packaging and she didn't tell her until right? afterwards. Yeah, she, she didn't even like them changing the packaging. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna be pissed. But then again, now she has her own company, so maybe she's over it. I don't know. She does, maybe. <clears throat> but yeah, that's pretty much season six. Yep. Definitely a season to watch. Definitely recommend it if you haven't seen any of Grace and Frankie yet, and this is your first experience like hearing anything about it go and watch the whole show yes <laughs> all on netflix you're, all six seasons you're the seventh a bit to come next year <laughs> and it's definitely worth it especially if you love old people exactly which who does not <laughs> which say. jamie and, and myself are both in love with old people so yes there are true <laughs> it's our true age pretty yes much. there are spirit animals 80 but... <laughs> yeah. well well you we feel that way sometimes <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, if you enjoyed this season, or if you want to let us know what you'd like us to watch, not next week, because next week we will be talking about Sex Education Season 2, yes. but the week after, you can do so on Twitter at, at NNO Podcast. Or you can send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. And as a final plug for Madison... Please remember that her book will be coming out at the end of the month. <laughs> it will January 31st. My debut book will be coming out. It'll be available on Amazon in print and ebook. You can check it out at Facebook page and a Twitter account, Lila and Lucas. There you go. So uh, until next time, thanks for listening and bye. bye.